Three HL one zero four five. The Zone. Brent Norty, Don Davenport, Ron Slate, and this guy, Buck Rising, is back stateside. Buck, what's up? Welcome back, Bucky. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, friends. Lovely to be back. Uh, I appreciate everybody holding down the fort in my absence. I know I missed a whole bunch of fun college football coaching carousel. Nonsense, but it was good to get away from <laughs> Nonsense. I, I will say it felt like an extended amount of time that I was getting messages from you in Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah, I will. That's because I was in Frankfurt, Germany for an extended amount of time. Uh, thanks to the, uh, the lovely German people who decided to sequester me in their oh, country for a day. They sequestered I, you? I was, I was hell. I certainly wasn't that. I, listen, I love Germany. I've been to Germany many, many times. I would go back to Germany despite being held hostage in their airport. But, yes, I was stuck in Germany for a day uh, because I had a different uh, negative COVID test than Lufthansa, which is the main German airline required. And so they looked very flatly at my vaccination report and said, this is incorrect, you cannot fly today, sir, in a very German fashion, very uh, blunt and very honest. And I said, well, what would you like me to do? And they said, well, we don't know, but you're not getting on this plane. I said, all right, very good. So I all but uh, all but uh, had to spend the night Tom Hanks style in yes. a German terminal um, while I tried to scramble to find out where I could get in Europe with nobody, nobody there to assist me where I could get a negative COVID test, uh, you know, outside of the black market, of course. I was going to say, AB will tell you where you can get one. You should no, call me, nice. man. I, <laughs> what is the easy play? That's the that's the, you cannot cop to a federal crime on the radio. Don't oh, call. Yeah. Even call you. I'm glad. That's why you didn't call me. Good job. Way to cover me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Let's, but yeah, listen. Well, so, who's looking out, play? My man. So the next thing <laughs> I see is like pictures of you sitting on a throne. Is that what happened? <laughs> that is true. I returned to the to the homeland of my people. Um, I was. Uh, I was celebrated thusly. No, I'm kidding. It's just because there's no tourism whatsoever right now, and they're just desperate to see any American dollars. So it made me very happy to go home and to see a couple of places while I was there. Uh, it wasn't like a full-on tourism trip like if anybody else would go to Egypt because I'm just there to see my family. But we squeezed, uh, squeezed a couple photo ops in there. Did the Germans also keep one of your uh, AirPods? No, I have a well I have one AirPod. I'm not. Oh, what the other one is allegedly in Nashville, but I can't find it for the life of me, and I have to because Dara just bought me those AirPods oh. for my Christmas present before the flight, and now you know one of them made it to North Africa with me, but the other one is uh, MIA. I could just see you asking Dara to marry you and and become your wife, and she and her answer would be not until you find those damn AirPods. It's entirely possible because she's too smart to do either of those things. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Mikey. Do you think that this bye week was more beneficial for the Titans mentally or physically? <laughs> physically, <laughs> because they're falling apart. You, you're sewing guys back up with stitches and whatever's left of the turf on the field and trying to patch holes uh, like you would divots on a golf course. Like this is... This is a disaster scenario, and, you know, I'm sure there have been many other teams in NFL history that have needed a, uh, needed a bye week worse than ever. But, I mean, you were talking about uh, 18 players total on injured reserve and a great many more that were week-to-week propositions. On that injury report, I think that they understood how they were going to have to manage guys. I think it's why they shut down Julio Jones when they did so that they could get him as physically ready as humanly possible 
for this stretch run. And, you know, I mean, the gloves are off at this point. Now, New England could do them uh, a great favor and drop this game in Buffalo where the conditions look absolutely miserable (laughs) tonight uh, and allow the Titans to reclaim the one seed without having to do any football at all over the week. So it's gone about as well as humanly possible for them without them having to take the field. Who do you th- do you think that Julio Jones and Golden Tate will be uh, part of the wide receiver package this weekend? I mean, I think it's telling that you saw a flurry of transactions again to, uh, today before Rabel talked, and none of them had anything to do with Golden Tate. Is what I would say to you. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, ten point favorites over Jacksonville. Nervous about this game at all from a Titan perspective? I mean, uh, who's playing? Uh, you know, like, like I, I need to know who's physically going to be on the football field. I've seen them lose to the then one and eight Houston Texans, and I've seen them have a beautifully designed game plan that would have allowed them to defeat the New England Patriots if they not had four turnovers and nine in two games to to drop these back to back before the bye. Um, I mean, they're not they're not ten point favorites over anybody right now. But I mean, who in the league who in the league is? It's 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 insane what's happening, particularly in the AFC. And everybody is everybody is hovering around this seven and four, eight and four uh, space at this point in either conference, which is ridiculous because that in the hunt graphic, which drives me insane because it doesn't actually mean anything. It just keeps adding names longer and longer to where. The damn Dolphins are going to find themselves back in the playoff picture in some way, shape, or form. I mean, uh, because they can't, they won't die. They just won't die. So I don't, I don't know who's ten points better than anybody at this point in the NFL season. Who does who does this Titans team need back the most from IR from injury? Who's the one? Well, I mean, you know, the obvious answer I think Don would be would be Derrick Henry. And I'm sorry, listen, I'm sorry. I should have said besides yeah. Derrick. I I Derrick Henry is out of my mind until postseason. So, okay. Uh, Who else? Well, I, I, w- I was going to say that they are cautiously optimistic about him internally at this point, and I think uh, I think that that Adam Schefter uh, initial reaction of done for the season is getting further and further away from being true. But um, I'm looking at this and say, I mean, really, anybody, any any kind of playmaker right now, Don, the, the offense, it, they found explosive plays, which is something I know I'm sure Greg Cosell has talked to you guys about when he does his weekly appearance with you on Thursdays. It's something that Greg and I have spent a tremendous amount of time on with how the offense has struggled without him. And they had it against New England. Um, but it wasn't coming through the passing game. They had nothing. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina was the leading receiver with 25 yards. Like, it can't, it can't be like that. There has to be at least some threat of the downfield passing game. So I would say to you that uh, defensively, you can survive without Bud Dupree, but you damn sure need Julio Jones or somebody that resembles an offensive playmaker back on the field. Well, glad to have you back stateside, man. I'm glad everything worked out with you. Good luck on finding your uh, your – your ear pods or whatever you're looking for. It's lovely to be back. Did the cats take them? Uh, no, the cat. Well, it's probably. Well, I'll find out very quickly if I uh, if I'm combing through the litter box and, uh, and discover. You know, there is one of your cats that, that always looks like. I think you even put it on a picture that always looks like it's plotting your murder. Yeah. That's what they do. Well, yeah, because they, you know, they're very much like me, Don. They're, uh, they're, or at least that one. Is. They're, he's, he's, uh, he's just purely sinister, and I, I don't know whether I 
love him or fear him uh, very much, but I'm happy to have all three of you and the cats and potentially my AirPods and maybe my even my relationship back in my life. There you go. Real, real quick side note. Uh, I was driving into work today, and I, I was ad- admiring uh, all of the millions of birds that I saw, and I got to thinking, where do birds go to die? Like, you see a million of them flying around, but you, you might see, like, three dead ones a year. Like, where are the millions of dead birds? What, what, what is going on here? They're feeding the, the homeless cats of Nashville, which is why so many of them populate <laughs> my there neighborhood. there you go. There you go. You've always got Buck. an answer for everything. Yes, Buck. Uh, homeless cats. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, friends. Hey, hey, hang on. You've got work to do. Buck Rising's visit with 3HL is presented by Buddy Allen Carpet One. <laughs> it sure as hell is. They won't give you dead birds, but they will give you full service flooring <laughs> operations at Buddy Allen Carpet One. They are the very best in the business, and whether you – have pets at home or whether you just need an update, whether you need a remodel in your bathroom, they can do it all and they will do it to your satisfaction because it's what they've been doing as a family-owned business for so many years here in Middle Tennessee. BuddyAllenCarpetOne.com is the website, or you can go visit them out in Donaldson at their storefront location. There he is, Buck Rising. At Buck Rising, 10 to 1, weekdays on 104.5 The Zone, and all of the A to Z sports things. Is Andy on the rank this year in basketball? Oh, no, man, we'll catch you up. Okay. Seven and one, Slay. Don't talk to me yet. They got it. They lost. They lost that double overtime game to Syracuse. I was on a flight to Frankfurt before I got stuck there watching it and cursing Jim Beheim from beyond the grave. He's a vampire. I wish he, he's going to die on that sideline. Why won't they rank them in the top twenty-five? They they might as well kick Memphis all the way out, which they have done finally, and put I'm Indiana right. in there. Penny sucks, but don't give me IU with expectations <laughs> yeah. because then they'll choke on them. And they'll That's make literally the only Indiana game I've watched this year is the one that they lost in double overtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you better quit watching then. That's Back so- off. It's the only thing I have that makes me happy sports-wise in my life. Stop it. <laughs> See you, bud. Right. Right. Goodbye. <laughs>